It's the DNP Project Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Molly Bradshaw and Dr. Tracy Vitale. So welcome back to part two of our interview with Alexandria Rosa, and she is here today giving tips about speed reading, but we also want to ask her a little bit more detail about her nursing journey. Um, She's really come all through the ranks of nursing, from nurse aide to LPN, all the way up working on her DMP, and we want to ask a little bit more about, or I want to ask a little bit more about her um, coaching and wellness visit. As a, as a DMP faculty member, I do get a lot of questions from students who want to know more about doing consulting work, starting their own business. How do I get going with that? Um, because as a DMP, we are practice experts, right? I mean, we're all nurses, of course, but the DMP, especially according to all the things it's meant to be, is it's meant to be our terminal degree as a practice focused doctorate. So if we are expert, if we're so expert in our skills, how do we take it sometimes different directions? And I think the COVID pandemic especially has uh, maybe lit a fire of taking nursing and healthcare a lot of different directions. And I think that it's even invoked a reverence for maybe some of the most basic things of nursing. And what comes to mind to me is the CDC putting out recommendations on how to do a sick room in your home or you know the emphasis we've had on hand washing and just the basic self-care things that nurses have always kind of known about, but I don't know if society has forgotten them or not reverenced them or whatever it is. But it's kind of interesting in my perspective how everything's kind of coming full circle. Uh, So for 2021, uh, what is that going to look like? So tell us, tell us a little bit more about your perspective of that, all that. So, you know, with COVID and everything, it really has, and you talked about like lighting a fire and it like personally, professionally has lit a fire under me. Um, I am, I have like recently gotten into this health coaching, health and wellness space. And it really came out of the fact that I had done bedside nursing for so long. And it was getting to that point where I was getting to that burnout stage. And I was trying to kind of transitioning out into, you know, clinical instructing and teaching, which is an an area that I truly love. And I was trying to transition out of the bedside. And even with that, I just kept thinking, especially as a DNP student and really almost done with my degree, I kept thinking of the thousands and thousands and thousands of hours that we have put into our education, into our clinical practice, into the time away from our families. And I just kept thinking like, I know so much. I could help so many people. And just if you think about it personally, all the family members, and especially now with COVID, that are coming up to you and asking you basic health questions like you were just speaking about, we know so much. And it's, I really feel like it's our duty and like it's our obligation to share that with other people. Mm-hmm. And so kind of looking at it that way, and then also looking at my own personal health 
kind of transformation that I've had in my life over the past couple of years. Um, I just have had so many other women, other nurses, other professionals really like just ask me like the nitty gritty of my life and how I've gotten to this point and how I've been able to be successful at doing it. And I kept thinking there's gotta be a way for me to put all of this together somehow and to have it work for me where I can really make this passion that I have for health and for wellness to be something that can support me and that can support my family financially. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, it started just like we were talking like with YouTube, I just started looking for videos and just seeing what other nurses were doing out there with their careers. And I started seeing things about health coaching and wellness coaching. And I was like, I really feel like that's something that I could do. It really falls into my wheelhouse. Like I'm an educator. I'm, you know, like a mentor, like that comes very naturally to me. I'm credible. So thinking of your DNP as something as credibility wise, right? We are the expert. So that automatically puts you head and shoulders above Joe Schmo out there peddling something else. Absolutely. You are the expert. And like I said, thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. You know, I think we downplay how much time and effort we put into our education and how how much other people maybe downplay it as well. And we just let it slide. And it's like, no, we we are the expert and we need to show that. So kind of bringing that into there and all that credibility, I said, I can have something here. And I just, and I feel like as nurses, like we need to really take more control of our, of our profession and of our, um, our image that we have out there and we can be so much more. And so that's really how I got into wanting to put my um, business together, (laughs) I guess, in a sense. And so I know I, like you, COVID really struck a chord with me also because I was laid off from my job during COVID and I'm, I'm a nurse practitioner of a gazillion years. And I'm like, how in the world did I get laid off? I mean, how did this even happen? And of course that's the volume has picked back up and and things are a little bit different now, but I started a, a consulting company too, because a lot of the same things I'm like, I think I could do this and I need a way to package things that I do outside of academia and outside of of some things like that. But I think for myself, and I I hear this and see this from a lot of other nurses and forums like we're on, um, is the imposter syndrome of it, right? You know, and do I really belong here? Do I know enough? Could I really own a business? Um, That type of thing. So I think for me, the whole idea of start small, you know, go, go small and steady, small and steady wins the race. Uh, But it's been very interesting just to try to figure out some of those logistics. So do you do um, like health and wellness? Do people seek you out from just your community, people that you know, or do they find you online or how, how would someone seek you out? So I'll, I want to go back to what you had mentioned about the imposter syndrome. Um, and I don't know if your audience is very familiar with imposter syndrome and what it is, but it's actually something that we can totally use in our positive And it can actually be a super positive thing because imposter syndrome is that feeling of you're scared to put something out there because you're promising that you're going to deliver on something that you haven't done yet. And it's a super scary feeling, but it is amazing. And you have to look at it as if 
or that it is that you are the expert and you are the one that is going to deliver. And it's when you're truly being like your most creative and your most real and your most like passionate and wanting to help people. That's when you get that imposter syndrome. Like you're doing something really wonderful and amazing. That's when that comes out, when you're being your most creative. Mm -hmm. And that's the only time that you are going to feel that is when you're going to try to deliver on something and you're just not too sure, but it's there. And if you didn't care, and if you had no desire, it wouldn't be there. You would not feel that way. Right. You only feel that way because you want to deliver that. You want to be that good. You want to show up for those people. Yep, I totally agree. So it's it's amazing. And it's awesome that you feel that way because I get that way too. I mean, and it's only when you're doing your really best, best work is if when you are feeling that way. So never be afraid of that. Use that, use that to your advantage. Mm -hmm. And as far as how people can um, reach out to me, I have, I do have people like in my community that I have relationships with um, and actually getting more involved in social media is something that's newer for me. Um, I used to use just like Facebook and Instagram just for like personal, you know, fooling around. <laughs> but now I've really seen how it is a way to connect with other people, especially now with COVID and everything. It's such a great place to have um, access to so many different people and for those people to see your message and to get in contact with you and for them to learn because that's really why we're putting our information out there is because we have stuff we want to share, like we know things and right. we want to be able to provide solutions for people. So that's why we put our stuff out there and put ourselves out there. So those are really the ways that I've just, and I, it's still a continuous thing that I'm still continuously working on. Mm -hmm. Great. So I know you have a, a Facebook page for your business. Mm -hmm. um, so if people want to follow up and go to your page, they can follow you there um, and like you there. Um, it, and is there any last or final thoughts you would leave for maybe maybe a new um uh, not maybe not so much a new nurse, but just a nurse or a DMP student or anybody really in healthcare wanting to put their, you know, just put it out there, try something different. Um, you know, I would say my advice is just do it, like just make a plan and try it. You got to try. And it probably won't be so perfect at first, but I think perfection is um, inhibiting sometimes the idea of it is very inhibiting. So do you have any other thoughts or anything for us? I would have to say it'd probably be along those same lines. Like if you, if you have that idea inside of you, inside of your head, you got that spark, definitely just go out there and put your information out there because I, and the more, the more true to yourself and your own experiences, there are other people who are going through that exact same thing and we often feel like we're alone in our struggles and our stresses, but we're not, we're so much more alike, especially if we're in that DNP area and you're a nurse, like, you know, the struggles of other nurses. Mm -hmm. So if you can just reach out and yeah, don't worry about being perfect because you're never going to be perfect. It's never going to be a hundred percent, right? It's always just learning and growing. It's just a whole process and just showing up and just being there and putting your message out there. And like I said, there's so many resources out there that if you're excited and you want to try something, there's definitely a way to learn and 
to get it together and just go for it. Just don't, don't think you have to be a bedside nurse for the rest of your life, or you have to work in an office or work for somebody else. I always push for, you know, going out on your own, starting your new thing, make it stable for you, for your family. You know, that's, that's really where I've been having my headspace lately. And what I've really been encouraging a lot of other nurses that I've been talking to, to go for. Thank you so much. It's, it's super exciting. It's scary times, but, um, you know, challenges create opportunities. So it's exciting to hear how you've navigated some of those things and how that um, might be the push that maybe another nurse needs to say, I can do that too, you know, and um, so uplifting each other and, and, and finding support for that is always really exciting. So to conclude, we have had our two-part interview with Alexandria Rosa. She's telling us we need to try speed reading. We need to try this um, self coaching wellness, whatever our passion is, find us a business plan, pursue it, stick to it, because we're the experts of what we do, especially when we're doing the work of the DMP. And that concludes our podcast today. If anyone would like to reach out to her, you can find her on Facebook. And if you would like to subscribe to our podcast, please do that. You can find our DMP Project Workbook with Springer.com. And you can join our new Facebook group, the DMP Collective uh, at Facebook. So thank you. And we'll see you soon. You've been listening to Dr. Molly Bradshaw and Dr. Tracy Vitali on the DNP Project Podcast. Check out the DNP Project YouTube channel at DNP Success on YouTube.